What's up? What's happening? Welcome to episode 6.5, 7.5 of the, the Yankshaft F1 podcast. Group of American dudes like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me as always from the nation's capital, we've got Johnny Gums. Ladies and gents, good to be back after my sabbatical. And as always, from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we've got Ian. We're here as always, baby. All right. So we, Ian and I, uh, tag team the uh, Monaco, Monaco recap. Um, by ourselves. Johnny was uh, busy with some personal stuff. But we're back for uh, just a quick little little 15-minute preview of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix at the Baku City Circuit coming up this weekend. Um, race six of the season in uh, in Formula One. Before we get going, Johnny, any notes on uh, any notes on Monaco? Quick thoughts you want to get off your chest before we move on. Uh, I'm not going to respond to them, but you know. I mean, I thought it was pretty boring outside of the, the whole Mercedes... Uh, pit drama, you know, I th- what the, the, the top three finish where they started basically with the, with those two dropping out of the top five and, you know, Monaco, Monaco's Monaco at this point. I think we all know what we're going to get. Yep. Nothing further to add for me. So getting into, into Baku here, uh, first hosted, first hosted an F1 race in 2016. Uh, back then it was called the European Grand Prix because Azerbaijan represents all of Europe so well. Um, in case those of you, some of you guys aren't geography buffs, um, Azerbaijan borders Iran and Armenia on the Caspian Sea. It is a about as far east in Europe as you can get. Look, so, that's what I think of when I think of Europe. All right, Azerbaijan. Some notes about the track. Uh, it's got the the longest straight of the season, a two point two kilometer straight going down into turn one. Um, kind of connects to the last three corners of the circuit. So basically, people are going flat out last three corners through the straightaway, down into turn one, a few classic 90 degree turns that we all always see in uh, in street circuits. But it's uh, this race has given us some drama here in the last few years. Um, at 20, 2017, Daniel Ricciardo started 10th and ended up winning the race. Uh, 2018, we had the, the infamous Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen crash um, that was kind of the beginning of the end um, of their partnership at Red Bull. Um, and uh, Sergio Perez has two podiums. And so, yeah, what thoughts on Baku here? Like, I didn't really know much about it, but the more I looked into it, the more I realized that we've gotten some some pretty good tasty stuff out of here. Yeah, for a race that's only happened, what, four or five times? There's a lot There's a lot going on here. Um, like you said, I, I don't know if Daniel Ricciardo loves it or hates it. Um, Lance Stroll is podiumed. Ferraris look strong here. Um, you said Checo is podiumed. Um yeah, I mean, they, they build it as almost like a, a Monaco 2.0, and uh, hopefully that's what we get this weekend. Yeah, I think you alluded to the layout of the track, and I, I think that that long straight is really going to help Mercedes have a bounce-back week um, with, with their, you know, that longest straight on the tour um, is going to really help out the fastest car on the grid. So that being Mercedes, I, I think the German giants uh, aren't going to let the – the Red Bull squad bully them this yeah, week. Yeah, I think that's kind of the main the main talking point going into this week. I mean, we've got Red Bull leading leading the constructors for the first time in like two and a half, three years, basically. Um, Lewis Hamilton trailing for the first time in two and a half, three years. Um, so, I mean, th- it, it's interesting. Like, I've been rooting for Red Bull for the last couple of years just because I want to see drama at the top. But now that Red Bull's in front, like, do I root for Mercedes because that's the most exciting? Like, I, who's the underdog anymore? It's hard to say, but in a, a power-heavy circuit like you were talking about, 
it's uh it, it'll be interesting with that with that straight i think it's really going to show who can bring the best package and who's really got the power um mclaren has looked like they got some some good good straight line speed this year but i mean i don't i i, I don't know it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what what these teams can do on the on the on the straights there yeah i mean looking at the standings we've got you know red bulls up by one on mercedes and mclaren is up by two on ferrari and with we know how well Lando norris has raced this season we know ricardo's outside of a crash he's won this race before um and ferrari has done well here in the past two um even without signs um so it's really interesting to see that weekend i mean you know can red bull extend their lead can ferrari hop over mclaren can mclaren push themselves distance away like there's, you know, we're, we're still pretty new in the season, but there's a lot that can, you know, really happen this week at Baku. Yeah, and I think, and 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 Aston Martin jumping up into fifth. Um, I mean, yeah, Ferrari's on 78 points, Aston Martin right behind them with 19. Like, it's, it's you know, pretty muddled there after after the top four. Um, but Aston Martin jumping in there to, to, to be fifth place with the rest of those midfield teams, it's been, that's been interesting. Alpine looks great one week, looks bad the next. Aston Martin looks terrible for a few weeks. They're bouncing back. They're now in fifth. Um, there's a there's just a, a, a lot of drama to watch, and I think this this should be an interesting race. Williams and Haas still without a point. Um, Williams, like they're, again, both of these teams are Haas is never going to score a point, but Williams has kind of said that they designed the car to to only work at at certain certain conditions. So is this the week we see a Williams maybe score a point? Um, it's just a it's a crazy track that we've we've seen a lot of uh, a lot of chaos in before. So that being said, let's uh let's just get into some quick predictions for the weekend. As always, let's hit it. Hit me with your your pole and race winner. So Johnny, hit me. Um, so I've got the Flying Dutchman keeping keeping his momentum rolling through qualifying through through the through the initial part of the weekend, I see Max Verstappen finishing with the pole position. But like I mentioned earlier, I don't, I don't see the, the German uh, cabal that is Mercedes being held down for too long. I see Mercedes, you know, dominating this race and, and I've got a uh, uh, Hamilton Bottas top two. That's fair. Um, I also have Hamilton pull and winning and Bottas too. And I think if this is going to be a, well, I do think it's going to be a good and exciting race. I just think that with that long straightaway, we know how good Mercedes gets whenever they get open air in front of them. I think they're going to really have a lot of success this week at Baku. I think they're going to be one and two. Um, so as boring as it sounds, I'm really not watching after one and two. I'm mostly concerned with the three through six. That's where I want to see, you know, Red Bull, Ferrari, and McLaren really do get out because we've got all these drivers and teams that all do well at this race. And this isn't a race that they race every single season. So I'm just, you know, hoping for something that's, you know, different. And maybe this is one of the more exciting races where um, that gets kind of overshadowed just because it's after after Monaco, which could possibly happen. Yeah, well, hopefully there's more overtaking than we saw at Monaco. And there was no safety car either. Like that was, I mean, as Monaco goes, Outside of Bottas's pit stop, there's really nothing there. But no, I uh, I agree. I'm. I mean, Bottas has had a has had. I, well, he's had success. I wanted to say, but I mean, he had a a puncture knocked him out one year when he was when he was up in the top. Um, I think he had a second place finish um, in 2017. Um, Bottas does. He drives this track fairly well, even if he hasn't had the most success. Um, so I think I think Bottas is somebody to watch. But every single time in the last, you know, what 
seven years if, if you have any doubt creep in about mercedes anytime they face any sort of adversity they seem to bounce back from it and remind us all that they are mercedes yeah i, I certainly don't see them breaking their own world record for longest pit stop ever so yeah well it's only like 40 44 hours so you know <laughs> and i also and that's a, a reverse to bring it back a little bit I think if there's if there's two drivers that I kind of have a feeling for, where I feel like they could both do really well, just again because of the straightaway and because of the, uh, the crashes we've seen. I mean, Pierre Gasly or Esteban Alcon, I these are guys where they both drive really fast. Um, as dumb as that sounds, talking about Formula One, um, but it's that meaning that their cars do well on straights and they do well when they get open air. And if there's some crashing in front of them or maybe a safety car here or there, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see either one of those guys in the in the top five this week if you're looking for some uh some dark horse guys to bet on i like that yeah it's gonna i mean it, it could hopefully it's a it's kind of a crazy race it doesn't look there's look like there's any gonna be any uh bad weather or anything but i mean yeah we saw gasly at, at monza last year with some chaos in front of him ended up pulling out the dub i mean those uh he he knows how to handle those situations um i'm gonna go with I'm going to go double max again. I'm just keeping, I'm keeping the tradition going. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm going double Bottas. I can't, I can't keep doing the same thing every week. I, uh, I talked myself into it. So we've got uh, somebody on max, someone on Lewis and I'm on, I'm on, uh, on Valtteri this week. So we'll, we'll see how that goes, but you feeling all right. Yeah. I don't know, man. The, the, uh, <laughs> by the time you guys listen to this, the wizards are probably going to be out of the playoffs, which is uh, very sad for, for me and uh johnson gomez over here um any any other kind of hot hot takes ian you kind of you gave us a few uh i you know i just i think the midfield battle is going to be going to be interesting i don't really have a bold prediction but but i think uh i think it should be a, a good race with a lot of action going on in the midfield with the to see who really has the power um and some qualifying laps are going to be really important because if if you don't qualify well i think we're going to see a lot of overtaking on those straight I, I think kimi reichen is going to fit in, this, in the top 10 this week i think he's going to get points so that's another one of those just bolder. I bet that last week and it bit me right in my butt. He finished. You bet it last week. It's my turn this week. I think Raikkonen is going to finish 10th. He's going to secure himself that point. And I think everyone in Alfa Romeo is going to feel great about it. Giovanni no, but Raikkonen, I think he's going to be 10th this week. Johnny, hot takes. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily a, like a hot take or an underdog, underdog pick, um, but uh Based solely off of Carlos Sainz's prediction alone, I see Lando Norris having a strong race, finishing on the podium with the two Mercs. Lando Norris, book it, ship it. He's going to kill it this week. Hey, he's had a, he's had a heck of a season, I think. When, when was the last time a, a McLaren driver was ahead a of a Mercedes driver? In the, in the oh, yeah. yeah. No, the, yeah the, the, uh, when we look right? that up, Lando Norris ahead of Valtteri Bottas. In the driver's standings after five races, which, I mean, I don't think uh, anyone reasonable would have predicted. So, I mean, yeah, that'll be interesting because, ba- I mean, I, I picked Bottas to win, but I could also see Bottas running three to four, which is exactly where I could see Lando Norris running. Um, and uh, I don't want to jinx anything, but the Ferraris have been looking good. That's all I'm going to say about that. I think this uh, this could be another another good week for them. They're, uh, they're showing a lot of improvements, kind of cementing themselves as uh, – as contenders with McLaren for best of the rest this year. Completely agree. Yeah, I think uh, you know maybe uh, maybe Charles Leclerc gets uh, gets to qualify on podium and next gets the race this week. We don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, you know I've been hyping up Ferrari for this for this for this race. Like I, I don't. I think they're I think they're going to do better than people think. 
Yeah, race days are a lot more fun when when Charles is out there Charles. tearing it up. So completely agree. All right, that's uh that's all we got for uh, Baku and the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Other than fun fact, uh, Baku has the world's largest KFC. Um, I had to I tried to work that in throughout the episode. Uh, didn't get a chance. So that's all we got. We'll uh, we'll, we'll catch you after Baku, right the biggest famous bowl in the world. Oh, <laughs>